now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my 12 WrestleManias. How are you? A lot to talk about, a lot to talk about. Jim Russell here. I'm going to discuss over the next hour my experience with my 12 WrestleManias. I'm heading into my 13th next weekend. But in the meantime, this will air, it's available for download, hopefully, on iTunes-Podomatic. And this will also be aired live on Block, through Block Talk Radio as well. Alright, so, just to give you a heads up, I went to 10, 17, 20, 21, 22, 24, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31. So, you know, I'll start with 10. So, with WrestleMania 10, as you know, 10 years in the making, the new generation, you had, let me take you, take you back to Royal Rumble 1994, to as where you had Luger and Roy Hart both winning, and they wound up both having the championship, and of course there was a coin flip, Lex Luger won it I believe, and he was the first one to get a title shot. When that occurs, any other, or in the meantime, would have a grudge match, have nothing to do with the bracket, but did at least have to fight twice that night. So, heading into the garden, I remember my mother purchasing tickets for us back in January of 94. There was no tickets together. There was only scattered seats. So, as I mentioned on Block Talk Radio, my cousin wound up chaperoning my brother and I to WrestleMania 10, which we saw one of the most historical ladder matches, or the first ladder match televised, not on, on video, but actual at a pay-per-view between Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels. Of course, you had one of the best openers in Brett versus Owen, and then of course the controversy behind Lex Luger, and then eventually Bret Hart regaining the WWF Championship. Great WrestleMania, ten years in the making. It was only right that it was back in Madison Square Garden. So that's WrestleMania ten took place in 1994, and of course you had Little Richie, and I believe Burt Reynolds on the chair. So that was WrestleMania 10 back in 1994. Now, it took a seven-year gap, seven-year period. Of course, we weren't the most wealthiest of families. Of course, growing up a single, you know, single parent. So we wound up going to WrestleMania 17, which I wrote, best mania ever. <laughs> I was 18 at the time. Decided to take my brother to Houston to the Astrodome. We wound up staying about a mile, a mile from the actual Astrodome. We walked to the Astrodome and back. And in the meantime, leading, leading up into the actual event, we wound up going to Six Flags, I remember. And I think we saw Mick Foley there in the Reliant thing. Because the way it works in Houston is, Everything is in a complex. So you had the Reliant Astrodome. Well, now you have Reliant Stadium, NRG Stadium, the Astrodome, and then I believe across a bridge of some sort, if I recall, is where you have the Six Flags there. I believe it's still there. So, one of the best cards ever. I saw the actual No Way Out 2001. One of the best feuds ever, Triple H and Steve Austin. Steve Austin won the 2001 Royal Rumble coming off injury. The Rock had regained the championship and beat Kurt Angle on No Way Out, and it, and the matchup was set. Austin versus Rock 2 for WrestleMania 17. We had a great Triple H versus Undertaker bout, which 
the WWE universe now, or at least the uh, higher execs want you to forget. That was an excellent match. Probably one of the best of their three matches, actually. It could go neck to neck with Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell had some great moments, but I thought that first bout was excellent as well. And then you had Kurt Angle going one on one against Chris Benoit, which is probably one of the best wrestling matches I've seen at a WrestleMania. And of course, you had the whole drama behind father versus son with all the McMahons involved in that contest and then the gimmick battle real. It was just a perfectly booked WrestleMania, perfectly booked set. They were on the highs of purchasing WCW in 2001. ECW had just shut down, so everything had just fallen into place with the WWE and with WrestleMania at that present time. It was a perfect scenario, perfect scenario for the WWE, perfect scenario in front of 67,925 screaming fans in Houston, Texas, which to this date, there has been not, it's been a couple that have come close, but not that has up to this date, since April 1st, I believe, 2001, there has been no WrestleMania that can come close to that. Look at all the stars you had at the time. You had Tess, Eddie Guerrero, Jericho, Regal. You had, of course, what I just mentioned, Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, Triple H, Undertaker, Austin, Rock. You will never, ever see an all-star cast. Now, can Ambrose, can Reigns, can these guys get to that point, perhaps? But you will never see an all-star studded cast of characters or a cast of, of individuals in the same card like that ever again. I mean, yes, you had some matches that were like, oh, whatever. Like you had the Kane versus Raven and Big Show, and then you had China beat Ivory in about 30 seconds. Then you had Tess against Eddie Guerrero, but it, but that was great. That was fine. That was fine because you had the, the four matches that I mentioned were basically the the heart and soul of the event. Plus, you had the TLC. It was just such a well-executed, booked card, which you don't see very so often anymore. And there has been nothing close that could rival it. 19, perhaps a little bit. 28, a little bit. But it's very, to this point, <coughs> it's very difficult to, to rival WrestleMania 17. And, and, I, and I wish they could. I, I really wish that one day... The WWE, you know, books the perfect WrestleMania, but of course that doesn't happen due to injuries, due to writing. But looking back, I was very grateful when I attended WrestleMania 17. My younger brother, he is shown on television during the Taker, during the Taker Triple H contest. I think you see me from far away. I sat floor seats, very horrible. I would never ever do floor seats because every you have to get up every time there's a big spot. I wouldn't. I would do risers. If that, or I would rather be in the regular seats back in the 50 or 40 yard line. So, that's WrestleMania 17, best ever. Then, for WrestleMania 18, I hosted a big party at home. Did not go attend Toronto, which I kind of regret. I kind of wanted to see Rock Hogan live, but it was okay. WrestleMania 19, I hosted yet a one of the biggest uh, parties in Queens. For WrestleMania 19, you know, two rooms, and, and it was just very chaotic. Did not attend. I thought that was a very good WrestleMania as well. It could rival it a little bit with with 19, with 17, because of course you had uh, Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho, you had Hogan versus Vince, you had Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar, Rock Austin three, 
Booker T, Triple H, so it, it gets, it, you know, somewhat rivalry. Then I made my return to WrestleMania 20, which I paid, if I'm not mistaken, in the secondary market, 500 a ticket. Very, very expensive ticket. That's what happened when you have all these people wanting to attend WrestleMania and there's only 20,000 seats available. I remember attending with my brother. I, again, I remember that. I also remember running into Ada Johnson, The Rock's mom, in the hallway. She was very grateful because I was wearing a Rock shirt. When I remember, so that was pretty cool. I, I do remember WrestleMania 20 on paper looked really good <coughs> with Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, the Cruiserweight thing, Brock, Goldberg, the the Evolution against Rock and Sock Connection, John Cena, Big Show. On paper it was pretty good, but I thought it was okay. I thought the Chris Benoit Shawn Michaels, Triple H was probably one of the best tri uh, triple threat matches, the best matches I've ever seen. All three men had, uh, at the time, had excellent, excellent chemistry. It was a great way to end it with Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit, two guys from the Radicals, two guys from WCW, two guys who were, who you would never think, you know, five years before would be in that spot. You know, they were in, Clash of the Champions, or they were in Super Brawl, or, or Halloween Havoc in WCW, you would never think they were in that spot being champions in your respective brands to, to close WrestleMania with the confetti. So that was a very good moment at the time with Benoit and Eddie Guerrero. And of course, you have Brock Lesnar against Bill Goldberg, which was on paper supposed to be a dream match, but because both men were leaving, the smart fans in New York just totally crap on on Bill Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. So that was WrestleMania, of course. When it's local, it's not that fun because, hey, I live in New York, Dash, New Jersey, so there's nothing for me to sightsee, nothing to do. In Houston, I remember, did the little thing with, uh, with the Six Flags, and I think I did one more thing, but you know, I didn't drive at the time, so it was very difficult to maneuver around Houston. So for 20, it was real interesting. We saw Chris Benoit close the show there. And, of course, he had the return of the, of the dead gimmick from The Undertaker. He was American Badass. He was buried alive back in Survivor Series 03, and he came back a few months later. So that was WrestleMania 20. Now let's get into WrestleMania 21 in Hollywood. You know, more of the story right now to, in, in this part of WrestleMania is, look, my, one of my, you know, my good friends that I, that I, one of my best friends that I do all the WrestleMania's with, he's been taken off because of monetary reasons and, and, you know, and kids and life and whatever, but he had a great idea to just, you know, bring the girls to bring his, you know, eventually became wife and then ex-girlfriend, which that was the worst idea. Why did I listen? I don't know. I don't know why. You know, that was the worst idea ever to, to fly the ex-girlfriend out to California, to L.A., to WrestleMania, you know, both, or at least I thought, sort of had feelings. But long story short, it was the worst mistake I ever made, ever. I don't know why I listened to him back in 05. I had an okay time in Hollywood, actually did the Sunset Strip, actually got to see some of the Hollywood stars. But long story short, it was okay. I was happy to experience to be in L.A., 
happy to see the Kodak Theater, I believe, or, or the Hollywood Stars, and and got to see a great wrestling bout between Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels. So that was the most important thing. You know, we I got to see Edge win the first Money in the Bank ladder match. We got to see Cena win his first championship, Batista win his first championship. I got to see a horrible Akebono Big Show sumo match, and got to see a, a dumb Piper's Pit. No disrespect, but you know those segments are. It is what it is, right? With those things, but you got to see Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels in at that time was a very good, a great interpromotional matchup because at the time that was very special. Once in a while, when you get someone from Raw versus someone from SmackDown, and they collide at one of the big pay per views, or at least you know at at the Royal Rumble and at WrestleMania, and that was a great feud between. Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle, and that was a hell of a contest at the Staples Center in LA. So, we got to see also Batista win his championship. Batista, as you know, was part of Evolution, <coughs> won the 2005 Royal Rumble, and squared off against Triple H, and he defeated him for the World Heavyweight Championship to close WrestleMania. John Cena also defeated JBL and became the WWE champion, so that was his first title reign, so I got to see that, and I got to see a lot of things, so if there's anything good for WrestleMania 21 was, hey, I learned my lesson, don't don't fly your exes to WrestleMania, A, and B, just enjoy the show, and that's what I did, WrestleMania 21 was very interesting, but I thought it was time that they attend a football stadium, but I don't know, first couple of WrestleManias in the 20s back a decade ago, for whatever reason, they did small venues. But eventually, I agree with Chris Jericho, WrestleMania should always be in a football stadium. It should never, ever be in an arena ever again. Agree with him. I totally agree with him. All right. So a year later, my friend convinces me again, <laughs> listen to him again, let's do a road trip. So we had recently got our licenses, or I got my license about probably about a year, year and a half before that. We went with... Uh, Two friends that I still talk to. I actually, it took a while for me to talk to both of them afterwards. It kind of like where the Debbie Downers of the trip. But it took a while. But eventually, I, uh, you know, it was good. It was fine. We had a good time. We got lost. This was the days before GPS, where we would just strictly depend on MapQuest. And MapQuest kind of was confusing. We got to, we got to Illinois. We got to Chicago. For whatever reason, we missed our exit. We had to go all the way around and make it into into Chicago. It was fun. Uh, Chicago was a nice town. It was a little chilly that weekend from what I remember. I would never do a road trip again. I, I just after that experience, not because of who, who was in the car. It was just it's just way too long. I can't be in a car. You know I drive to Atlantic City and that's two hours and I think that's a lot, but I can uh, but I can never imagine myself again in a car ride for twelve to fourteen hours and especially going through Pennsylvania very lengthy state, very, very, very lengthy state, and just too big. I never do it again. Never ever will do it again. But I call it this one's for you, Eddie. Uh, Eddie Guerrero, unfortunately, had passed away back in October of 2005. Was expecting big things. Suddenly passed away, and Raven Stadio. Um, I, I don't want to say he won it for sympathy reasons, but you know he won it for Eddie. The Royal Rumble 2006, and eventually defeated Kurt Angle and Randy Orton in a triple threat match for the World Heavyweight Championship. 
main event was John Cena versus Triple H. Triple H came out as as Conan the Barbarian. That was a great. It was a lot of matches in that WrestleMania. A lot of matches that I think shouldn't have happened. We have Undertaker or Henry Casket match, whatever. At Edge versus McFoley with a fire spot. That was pretty cool. And I believe that was the WrestleMania that RVD won the Money in the Bank ladder match, which eventually he cashed it in. <coughs> he was the first person to cash it in ahead of time, and he eventually cashed it in at One Night Stand 06. That was, that was pretty interesting, pretty good card. So, it, it was okay. It was okay. It wasn't the, the greatest of WrestleManias. You know, big time. Peter Gabriel was his theme song at the time in 06. It could have been a lot better. I think I thought it could have been a lot better. You had Shawn Michaels against against uh, Vince McMahon with the whole praying thing, and then basically Shawn Michaels destroying Vince McMahon for 20 minutes. That was pretty entertaining, but at the same time, you know, you could have put Shawn Michaels against <coughs> against someone else at that spot. But it's okay. It, it is fun. So that's my experience. So I had back to back, not the best experiences, one year with the exes, and then the second year, just a bad road trip in the sense that we just got, kept getting lost and we were upset at each other in the car. But hey, time heals all wounds and, and that, that is that. I never will ever do a road trip again. All right. So I did not attend WrestleMania 23. That was the last WrestleMania party that I've ever hosted. Wow. That was the last WrestleMania party I've ever hosted. WrestleMania 23. Of course, that was a WrestleMania with the main event, which John Cena against Shawn Michaels for the WWE Championship, and they wrestled close to an hour. Excellent contest. Also on that same card, you had Batista square off against The Undertaker. Great contest there. Undertaker winning the championship. And then, of course, you had the Battle of the Billionaires. You had Umaga versus Baba Lashley. Of course, you had the Money in the Bank matchup which I believe was won by CM Punk. I believe he's the only one to ever win it back-to-back years. You had, I, you know, that, those, that's what jumps out at me right here, right now. It was a decent WrestleMania. It was the first time in 20 years that they returned back to the Detroit area. But the next WrestleMania that I attended was 24 in Orlando. The first WrestleMania that I, usually my best brother, the best friend that I attend with, a good friend that I attended with, didn't, we were not really, we were at the same event, we were not really together the entire time. I wound up just hanging out with my cousin in Tampa and just driving up to Orlando for the Hall of Fame that The Rock's dad was inducted and The Rock was his presenter, so I had to attend that. <coughs> and then I attended Axis the morning of Mania and then of course attended WrestleMania 24. Great set. And then returning next year, to the Citrus Bowl. Citrus Bowl on on television, or at least aesthetically, was a great, great look. But the actual stadium was a dump. It was probably one of the worst stadiums that I've been to out of all my 12 WrestleManias. But supposedly, they've made a lot of improvements. They've put millions and millions of dollars into the Citrus Bowl. And I believe that now, this time going around, is basically going, it's like going into a new stadium. So I'm looking forward to next year, WrestleMania 33, when they return to Orlando. Great set, like I said, horrible venue, and the surrounding area was stupid. There was no parking, which I hope they addressed that issue. There was no parking. I parked, we, I remember my cousin and I parked in like a baseball lot. <laughs> it was so horrible to leave, but I went up just hanging out and popping a brewski with some random wrestling fans, which is, that's what I like about random wrestling fans. I like, I love 
where it's some sort of like click. And, and at any time, as long as you know, you're cool, as long as I'm cool, we could talk wrestling all day. So I love that. I want to, I remember it. It took me like two hours just to get out of Orlando and eventually make my way back to Tampa. This time, when I go back to WrestleMania 33, I'm probably going to stay in Orlando the entire time. I did that for, you know, because I wanted wanted my cousin to experience WrestleMania. He loved it. And I wanted to at least hang out in Tampa because, he had, you know, Orlando and Tampa was an hour away. So as far as the actual event, you had Undertaker defeat Edge. He had Randy Orton surprisingly defeat Triple H and John Cena. Of course, you had Batista Omega. <laughs> and then you also had Floyd Mayweather, Big Show. You had Ric Flair's last WrestleMania as, as a wrestler. I, I, it was supposed to be a retirement match, but he wound up wrestling Hulk Hogan in Australia. And he wound up doing TNA, but he eventually did retire, I believe, in 2010 and 2011. He just does his thing with Charlotte now. Excellent. A lot of drama. A lot of drama in that contest. You know, I'm sorry I love you, super kick. You know, that's one thing that jumps out at WrestleMania 24. Now, for them to improve WrestleMania 33, parking has to be a lot better. The venue actually itself has, you know, actual seating has to be more comfortable and it just, they have to just be more accommodating to the Orlando downtown area. I believe they'll use Universal Studios a lot. Will use the Amway Arena a lot. So I believe there's a lot of things they learned from WrestleMania 24 that it, and they could incorporate with some of the newer WrestleManias as far as what to do with the surrounding areas. And I, I, I just hope that they, they issue the, they address the parking issue. I, I just hope, I really hope that in the nine years or whatever since, or whatever since WrestleMania 24 that they have figured out the parking situation. I know there's not really too much parking around there, but there's a lot of dirt in that area as well, and I don't know. I don't know. Maybe hopefully they address it. I, I, I'm pretty sure they're addressing that. They're looking into that now. But like I said, parking was horrible. The venue was like falling apart. It was basically your mama's concession stand. It was no no, no Aramark, no Sodexo. I think for them to succeed and have a successful event, a successful week, they just the, all those issues have to be addressed before. WrestleMania 33, and I believe they have. I believe they have. I believe Orlando has learned its lesson from 2008. Okay. Actually, my, my apologies. 23 was my, not my last party. 25 was the last WrestleMania party I've ever hosted, which of course has the world famous Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker bout, which you could argue was the greatest match in WrestleMania history. Mickey Ward leaked it. He was supposed to score off against Jericho. That did not happen. Along with being Legends against Jericho, Triple H versus Randy Orton. I believe he had Edge versus Matt, brother versus brother. And it was a crazy packed house to close uh, Saul Talavina. <laughs> That's where, you know, my mother, what I call the venue of my mother's house. That was the last time I ever hoped for a WrestleMania in that house. At least me. At, at least myself. Excellent time there, and I'm pretty sure on television it looked great. Once again, they returned to Houston to now, instead of being at the Astrodome, they were at the new Reliance Stadium, which is now NRG Stadium. So it was the first time since 01. This was in 2009, in eight years that they did it from the Houston area, and it was a great, great card. 
or, or decent card. It was, it was decent. You know, so much hype with, with Triple H and Orton. But the problem is, when you have a match, kind of like Rock Hogan, tri- poor Triple H had a follow against Jericho, and it was nothing they could do. The crowd was was tired. There was so much emotion in Rock Hogan that the rest of the crowd were like bland. Same thing. Undertaker and Shawn Michaels in 2009 was crazy, crazy good. A lot of them raw motion. And then the rest of the card was bland. So twice Triple H had to follow the Undertaker and he could not deliver. Great card, but that was the last time I hosted a WrestleMania party. But uh, WrestleMania 26 was... Now, I've, I've gone to everyone since 26 consecutively. So 26 was interesting. Fun town in Orlando and Arizona. The actual WrestleMania was in Glendale, not in Phoenix. That, that was the first time I uh, I saw a wrestler at a bar. My friend and I. He came back. Yes, he came back. <laughs> Same friend. We got to meet Sheamus. Got to meet Ted DiBiase Jr. at a bar, and we were drinking, I believe, kamikazes with them. you know kamikazes with them. Was, they were real fun, fun guys, and I was really happy to meet Sheamus live, and he was real grateful. That we were able to take the picture with him. Arizona's a great town. I remember doing ATVs out there. And I remember, especially me, when I was doing the ATV, we did it kind of at dusk. And on the way back, with all the dust coming at you and with the sun coming down, it was very difficult to see. It was probably one of the scariest rides ever of all time. But the best part about that is you live, you live life once. I mean, you do an ATV down here, I'll get hit. With a stop, you know, because the stop signs and the street signs, but I couldn't see. But all I could see, all that I could see, that I could see before me is just the planes and the sand, and it was just uh, one awesome experience. I love ATVs. Love, love, absolutely love the ATVs, the quad, the quad races. I absolutely love it. It was a fun time. Did the, did the ATV thing, did the Axis thing. Got to meet Seamus, Ted DiBiase Jr. Got to see, I believe. Uh, DiBiase's brother as well. I believe there was, I forgot his name. He was supposed to be big, do big things, wound up not doing much. And it was an actual decent card. You had Edge Jericho. Of course, they had their, they were a team. They broke up. He won the Rumble. Jericho was a champion. He retained. <coughs> then you have Cena versus Batista. Great contest. That was towards the end of Batista's run before he came back in 2014. Then, of course, you had Shawn Michaels' retirement match against The Undertaker. It was a great card in Sheamus Triple H. Absolute great card. Great venue. Great card. Great set. I thought it was good. I, I, I really liked WrestleMania 26 a lot. Now, is it one of the best of all time? No. No. But, could it be in your top 10? I think so. I really think, it, I think WrestleMania 26 can be in your top 10. Is it the top 2? No. Could it be in your top 10? Yeah, you could argue. And a lot of good matches in WrestleMania. You had the legacy going against each other, right? Orton, <coughs> uh, DiBiase, and Rhodes. Of course, you had Sheamus Triple H, Cena Batista. You had Edge Jericho. You had also, I believe it was Mysterio Punk. I, I believe, I don't know. I don't remember. And then you had the main event, which was Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, and Shawn Michaels' retirement bout. So it was a very, very, very good WrestleMania. A good time in Orlando and uh, in Arizona. Love, love Arizona. Constantly, you know, warm. And had, had, had a great time. Did the ATV, did the 
Access, and then also did the WrestleMania. All right, a year later went to Atlanta. Very fun town, absolutely fun town. A lot of places to drink, a lot of places to go. The actual event wasn't the best, but I love the hospitality, love Coca-Cola World. Eventually, I actually don't want to go, but I want to be in one of the best experiences in Atlanta for me. Got to see uh, Turner Field, which they, I found out recently they're going to knock down and they're going to create or, or whatever, construct a new stadium for the Atlanta Braves. Got to see Turner Field. Got to see Coca-Cola World. Got to see Centennial Park. It was real interesting. Got to see Access. And then eventually got to see, I got a funny little real story. Alright, so here we go. So um, we're there in the food court and there's a, the Reels family. And I'm dying to take a picture. Dying to take a picture. His, his whole family, his, his dad and Moscow's, his whole family was there. And I wanted to, I wanted to go up. I don't, I have no shame in meeting some of these wrestlers or meeting celebrities. My brother's like, no, I don't do it. And he's going to do it. So I, I want, I want them not doing it. I kind of regretted it because the real left the organization. I didn't think when I was going to see him again. Long story short, we got to see Del, uh, Del Rio eat at a food court with his family, and I wound up, we wound up not taking a picture with him or getting an autograph. But I was very disappointed with that. However, we did stop and see uh, Jerry Lawler. I took a picture of Jerry Lawler. I don't know where that picture is at. Poor guy was eating Burger King and whatever he was eating, and, and we stopped him in the middle of his meal. They can't, they can't take a picture. And also in Chick-fil-A, we got to see Little Nate Charles Robertson Chowed out or, or buy a Chick-fil-A as well. So that was very interesting. A small town. The cool part about a small town is, you know, there's not much, you, you know, everything is centralized. So eventually you're going to run into someone. So went into those three wrestlers and then I got a CM Punk story. So the night of the Hall of Fame, we got, we did the evening access and we were online to see CM Punk and then we were, they were like, Hey, by the way, Hall of Fame's coming up. So he may leave, may leave. So we're about three or four away, and he goes, and then instead of, you know, just at least signing the autographs for everyone, taking pictures, he was like, hey, I gotta go, Hall of Fame, I gotta go. So, moral of the story is, I was three or four away from meeting CM Punk, the great CM Punk, or whatever, the IWC, the door CM Punk. Well, I'm never meeting him, because <laughs> he had to go to the Hall of Fame. So, yeah, there you go. I had an opportunity to meet CM Punk at the International... UFC Expo last year, but uh, it was either CM Punk or Chris Weidman, and I wound up wanting to meet Chris Weidman because the line was too crazy for CM Punk. So that is my CM Punk stories, <laughs> and that is my that is my story with Atlanta. It was a horrible WrestleMania. The Rock hosted that was that was great, but as far as some of the undercard, it was terrible. But yeah, Snooky Snooky Mania. You had the Undertaker Triple H, which was okay, but their matchup in Houston was much better, I, I, I thought. Then you had John Cena against The Miz, which to this very day, I think The Miz is a decent worker. Was he worth being in that spot? Absolutely. Should he have been in that spot? Absolutely not. He should have never, ever been in that spot of being the WWE champion. And not only done that, just that retaining the championship at WrestleMania. So that, as you saw, was the last WrestleMania for Edge. He wound up retiring a couple of days later, or, or less than a couple of weeks later, because of his neck. So, very disappointing with 
with WrestleMania and The Undertaker, Triple H, disappointed in that because their contest in Houston was much better, I thought. People love that match, but I thought the Houston match was better. So, more of the story. Fun town. Coca-Cola was cool. Fun bars. And, on top of that, Undertaker used Ain't No Grave by Johnny Cash. Did not use his Undertaker theme, if you remember, which I was very disappointed about that. So, that's Atlanta, and that is my story of the Rio, Charles Robinson, Little Nate, Jerry Lawler, and Sigma. Alright, so a year later, we get Miami. So, I was very excited. So, we found out the night after WrestleMania 27 that we were going to have Rock Cena. So, it was a year hype of Rock versus Cena at WrestleMania 28. A little teaser at Survivor Series 2011 when you had the Rock and Cena score off against Miz. And our truth, of course, that was just to set up Roxena, and eventually got to see Roxena, Rock, who was probably one of the premier stars of the Attitude Era versus one of the premier stars of the Ruthless Aggression Era. So it was a dream matchup, having The Rock going one-on-one against John Cena. The problem between WrestleMania 27 and 28, everything was centralized. They're in Atlanta, right? Downtown Atlanta with Miami. Everything was spread out. You had people in, in Miami Gardens. You had people in Fort Lauderdale. You had people in actual Miami. So very, very difficult to maneuver around Miami. Like we stayed in South Beach on Ocean Drive. But when it was time to go to Mania, it was very difficult. We didn't rent a car. Probably should have. Didn't rent the car because we wanted to kind of drink and not worry about driving. But looking back, we probably should have rented a car. Went with uh, one of my friends from the neighborhood. A new friend from the no, a friend for the first time had joined the WrestleMania experience back at WrestleMania 28. So very interesting with him. You know, three's company is cool. The more the merrier. I remember my brother could not fly down for work reasons. Ticket was paid and everything ready to go. We wound up selling his ticket or his his tickets, and it worked out. We sold it on StubHub. I remember. It was a fun town. We went out. We went to the club. This and that. Fun town, Miami. <coughs> Great card with WrestleMania 28 in the actual event. You had CM Punk go against Chris Jericho. Then, you, of course, you had Daniel Bryan, Sheamus in eight seconds. You had the end of an era, Triple H versus The Undertaker. Then, of course, you had Rock Cena. I think you had SmackDown versus Raw, 5-on-5. Five five. It was very, very good card. Uh, it was very decent. It was a very good, good moments. Was it, was it as well booked as 17? No. As, as, as I review this, no, it, get, it gets further, further away, but it was a very good WrestleMania, and especially with the hype of Rock's, you know, you know, think about it. A year hype into 30, 40 minutes, of course it's going to be interesting. Full Rider sang in The Rock before he actually came out. Machine Gun Kelly. Sang it um, for John Cena before he came out, so it was very hype, very interesting, and it was great that we finally got to see Rock versus Cena. It was great to see The Rock back in a wrestling capacity. It was his first wrestling bout at a WrestleMania since WrestleMania 20, so about seven years. It was pretty cool to see him in a wrestling ring. He was in a wrestling ring in 27, but he was guest host, so he he wasn't really wrestling. So this is the first wrestling bout for The Rock. It was a decent bout. You could tell he was a little bit, his timing was a little bit off, but he was, he was fine. I liked the matchup, and they promoted it once in a lifetime. It happened a year later, but 
whatever. It was a great contest, great town. The only thing I didn't like about Miami, which I think is going to be the same thing with Arlington, is everything is going to be spread out. You're going to have people in Arlington, you're going to have people in Dallas, Fort Worth, you're going to have people everywhere, which I don't like. But it's okay. Well, I'll make the best of it. All right. So that is WrestleMania 28. I went with a third person from Corona who usually never attends. Interesting night uh, going out. We did the Hall of Fame. No, did we do the Hall of Fame? No, we did not. We did the Access, not the Hall of Fame, and did the actual event. And I remember there was not enough taxis to go from Miami Gardens to back to South Beach. I remember waiting about an hour for a cab. <laughs> horrible experience. I think next time, if they do it ever in, in Sun Life Stadium, I'm going to have to rent the car. Alright, so now we're in WrestleMania 29. I attended WrestleMania 29. I actually hosted a shenanigans party. I actually copied the shenanigans name from Kevin Nash, who I think now has an annual shenanigans party. So instead of having a... Since I don't host WrestleMania anymore, I at least wanted to have a night to get together before WrestleMania, which was very interesting. We had a great time in Times Square, in O'Casey's. It was pretty fun, good time. Uh, it was wacky, nuts, nuts, nuts. But I'm happy that at least we did something. I did. That was the first time that I did no access, no Hall of Fame. I had I had no interest in any of that. I just wanted to attend the event. So it's, this was again local. This was a MetLife Stadium. It was the coldest wrestling I've ever been to because, let's face it, <coughs> it was it was early April, but it was still pretty cold outside. I believe at the start of WrestleMania, it was like 50 degrees. I don't know how CM Punk, I don't know how John Cena, Lesnar wrestled without a shirt. I don't know how they got sick. It was a cold, cold, cold WrestleMania. Absolutely cold WrestleMania. So, did no access, did no Hall of Fame, but I did, however, you know, attend the event and hosted my shenanigans party, and I believe that's where I met Gabriel Iglesias at, at O'Casey's, and my friend still has a picture. I'm still waiting for it. <laughs> Three years later, and I'm still waiting for the picture with Gabriel Iglesias. He happened to be in the same bar, and we decided to take a picture of him, and from the year before, let me tell you, I forgot to tell you. A couple of years before, we saw Gabriel Iglesias and his crew also in Atlanta online at Coca Cola World. So it was interesting to see him in Atlanta and to see him in New York. We were like, hey man, I saw you in Atlanta. Oh. You know, he was a big wrestling fan. Who knew? Who knew he was a big wrestling fan? Would love to have him on Choked Out Radio Live. Of course, he's a big star now. He has his big movies and that, but you never know. Maybe he could give me a big break. Maybe he could give me a big rub. And maybe I could have him on the show. You never, never know. So, if you're listening, amigo, I'm still waiting for that picture with Gabriel Iglesias. Alright, but the actual event, 29, was probably one of the best sets I've ever seen in MetLife. What I love about open versus closed stadiums, and I love the fireworks into the air. Last year, in 31, you didn't see too much of that because of the laws involving with <coughs> Santa Clara. But with 29, it was excellent. You had the Statue of Liberty. You had the Brooklyn Bridge. It was an excellent, excellent set. And to this day, I think it has been unrivaled. So you had Roxy the two for the championship. Didn't have to happen, but whatever. Cena said, hey, I'll, I'll job in 28. I'll job in 29. He returned the favor. Punk, uh, Punk Undertaker. Then, of course, 
What else? Oh, they had um, Melted the Rio against Jack Swagger for the heavyweight. So you had Ryback to Mark Henry. You know, it, you had the Shield making their debut. That was a good matchup. But, you know, it, it wasn't... You, you know, if you look at some of the good, better WrestleMania, 17, 19, 28, you had some very good, <coughs> at least three to four staple matchups. You know, you didn't have that in 29, which is why... For being in New York and New Jersey is very disappointing. You know, you had yes, you had Punk Taker, yes, you had Roxena too, but besides that, you know, <coughs> Jack Swagger against the Rio, it, it wasn't one of the best cards. At least nineteen had Jericho, Shawn Michaels, Hogan, McMahon, Rock Austin, Kurt Rock. So you had four or five solid match Triple H Booker, which was pretty decent. Five solid matches, and the rest of it, it was what it was. You didn't get that in 29. On top of that, it was cold, I remember, or something in 29. That was the first one that I actually wore sweaters and sweaters. My face was so cold that night that I, I couldn't even smile. I couldn't even cheer. I couldn't boo. I was just very, very cold. And by the end, I just wanted to go home. I just wanted a hot cocoa. <laughs> so, although very successful, I don't think they'll ever, ever do a WrestleMania in a cold venue ever again. So, that is WrestleMania 29. That was local. Then I want to transition over to next year, to the year after WrestleMania 30, which was in New Orleans, which the Warrior was getting inducted. So, being a big Warrior fan growing up, definitely I, I wanted to attend that. It was very good WrestleMania in the sense that it was Daniel Bryan's WrestleMania. Daniel Bryan opened up and he closed, opened and closed WrestleMania. Some of the other card, it was what it was, but at least we got to see the streak end, which, whether you like it or not, it was probably one of the most shocking moments in WrestleMania history. Got to see John Cena against Bray Wyatt. I thought Wyatt should have won that contest. Of course, the triple threat match was excellent between Randy Orton, Batista, and Daniel Bryan. Unfortunately, a couple of months prior to that, that was the last appearance of CM Punk. Did not like the fact that Batista came back and won the Royal Rumble over him, and he did not like the way he lost the championship to The Rock and all that. Won't even want to get into that with CM Punk, but <coughs> WWE made it up in having Daniel Bryan win the championship. Got to have Connor. You know, he died later that month. Unfortunately, he was at ringside, so it was very good. And New Orleans is a great town. I remember we went to the Hall of Fame and the Smoothie King Center is within walking distance of our hotel. We walked to the Superdome to to WrestleMania 30. The only problem I remember there that uh, if you were there, you remember. When we went in, for whatever reason, there was some sort of bottleneck. You know, although the Superdome is nice, they've hosted a lot of events. As far as the actual entrance and as far as staircases and hallway, it was horrible because I believe you had <coughs> you had a guy with a stupid picture stand and a couple of stupid concession stands that would take up so much space. I almost missed the opening bout. I almost missed the you know the opening bout in WrestleMania 30. Why? Because you had all these people coming in. You had all these stupid concession stands, and you couldn't go, really go in. You couldn't go left. Couldn't go right. So it, it was tough. It was to the point that I almost like turned around and went, and went back to the hotel. That's how pissed I was. It was very interesting to say the least. But we made it in. I believe 
That was the Usos against Cesaro and, and Swagger, I believe. That was a pre-show matchup, I believe. So, more of the story. Superdome, nice venue. Just, hey, if you're going to host it next time, get rid of all that stupid concessions and make it easy for people to come in. You have people coming in from all directions, all angles, and it's very difficult to really maneuver, at least initially, around the Superdome. So, very horrible. Very, very horrible. But the actual Warby Street is exactly as advertised. I recommend anyone, if you haven't gone to New Orleans, go during Mardi Gras or go during a sporting event. It is a very, very fun town to attend. And I had a very great time. I would love to go back. I'm dying to go back to New Orleans for any excuse. New Orleans is a very fun town. And I'm very proud that I, that I attended. I'm very happy that I attended. WrestleMania 30, and I believe that boosted locally the economy for a little bit because it, from what I saw, even driving, I didn't, we flew in from Baton Rouge too, and then drove to, to New Orleans. I remember driving, there was a lot of, you can still see a lot of residuals, a lot of effects, a lot of things that Sandy, that Sandy, that Katrina had done, Hurricane Katrina had done to New Orleans and still recovering from Hurricane Katrina. It was fun. It was fun. There was a casino there. I think, I think we went to Harris downtown. It was a very fun town. Very fun. Got to see Ric Flair in the street. You know, got, got, went to the access. It was a very fun WrestleMania. Very good. 30 years of WrestleMania. Got to see Ric Flair in the, in the street. It was very fun. Very fun. And last but not least, my last WrestleMania. This is the first WrestleMania that I, in a, in a while, in a very long time, since, since 20, that my, Good friend, good buddy, best man of the wedding, of my wedding, was not in attendance at all. And, for the first time, went with the wife, with my wife, to WrestleMania 31. Very spread out, wound up staying in downtown San Francisco, and the actual events were in Santa Clara, San Jose, which was very spread out. It's going to be spread out like this year in Arlington. You know, San Francisco is, you know, more Cal is where everyone knows. You know where everything is at. No one really knows where Santa Clara is. <coughs> People know, a little bit know San Jose, so that's where most of the stuff was at. The access to Hall of Fame did not do Hall of Fame. Did do access. Got to see uh, Anthony Soto from the Yep Group, which which I will see and meet at in Dallas next week. He was there. Got to see Boogeyman there. It was just way too many lines for the Bella Twins, so it was fine. It was fun. I had a great time in, in, in San Francisco. Beautiful city, Silicon Valley. I recommend anyone. It's a great town for couples if you haven't been there yet. That's home of Salesforce, home of Apple, home of all these or, you know, or, organizations. I, I recommend you doing the Golden Gate Bridge, Fisherman's Wharf, the Alcatraz Islands. I had done that before, so I wasn't too much into it. <coughs> But it, nevertheless, it was a decent WrestleMania. It's kind of like this year how the hype wasn't that good heading into it, but the actual event kind of exceeded expectations. We got to see Sting finally wrestle his first WrestleMania against Triple H. Then, of course, you had Bray Wyatt against The Undertaker, which that morning, during practice, I had heard that Bray Wyatt injured his foot, which is probably why Undertaker fought Bray Wyatt so late in the card. And then you had, of course... Roman Reigns against Brock Lesnar for the World Heavyweight Championship. Seth Rollins 
cashing in, Seth Rollins, Orton, one of the greatest spots I've ever seen with that. Jumping that uh, curb stomp into the RKO. Then you Brian winning the Intercontinental Championship to open up WrestleMania. It, it was it was decent. It was it was decently booked for it was it exceeded expectations. Then of course you had the Rock and Ronda Rousey doing that spot with Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. So with that being said, that was WrestleMania 31 play in Silicon Valley. Of course, Triple H had that great entrance, that Terminator type entrance last year with Arnold Schwarzenegger getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. It was good. It was a very de- decent WrestleMania. Surprisingly, with the lack of hype, or, or not the best uh, hype, <coughs> it was a decent show. At the end of the day, I thought it was the right call not giving the belt to Roman Reigns and having Seth Rollins uh, cashing in money in the bank to build. To, and then you had a year to build Roman Reigns into this moment next week. Because right now, this guy, there is no, unless he's injured, from now till next week, he is walking out of Dallas, the V World Heavyweight Champion, and that's, there's nothing Triple H or nothing to do about it. He's going to be the man when you get out of Dallas at that present time. But I thought it was a good move with the Money in the Bank cashing from Seth Rollins last year, and Seth Rollins had a great title run up until he tore his ACL back in November, it was early November, or late October. It was so sad. And one of them never having that bout against Roman Reigns, which, from what we heard and read, he was not going to last the 434 days and beat CM Punk's record. But, nevertheless, we never know. Those are rumors. Seth Rollins is doing well. He's cleared for working out in the ring, cleared for working out in the gym as well. So we wish him a speedy, speedy recovery. I'll talk for about five more minutes, and that is my experience in my 12th WrestleMania. Did a little sightseeing with my wife, which which we really love. All right, so that's my story involving the 12 WrestleManias. I went from scattered seats as a 12 year old boy with my cousin to you know taking my brother, you know, me being 18, him 15, Houston to a few years later, you know, attending with my brother $500 tickets to WrestleMania 20, then attending with my friend, like I said, bad experience, don't ever bring your exes to WrestleMania <laughs> for 21, road trip, bad idea for 22, 24, interesting, they better fix that venue, the Citrus Bowl, 26, it was decent in Arizona, it was spread out, but it was pretty fun, everything in downtown Phoenix, 27, fun town, bad mania, 28, it was worth the hype. It was a great bout. Everything was spread out again uh, throughout South Beach and Miami and Fort Lauderdale. 29 hosted my only shenanigans party. I still want my picture with Gabriel Iglesias. I don't think they'll ever do it in a cold venue ever again. New Orleans was a great WrestleMania, a great town, and last year was spread out throughout the city of San Francisco. Now, with this year, it's, it's very interesting because you have Roman Reigns and Triple H. Roman Reigns lost a little bit of momentum, but it worked out with the roadblock. He lost a little bit of momentum because he was out a few weeks recovering from his real injury, but it was fine. Dean, Dean Ambrose took care of the roadblock and, and was able to to have a decent bout against Triple H at roadblock. So you have that. Then you have Undertaker, which out of nowhere squared off against Shaping Man. Doesn't make sense. 
it is what it is. It's going to be some sort of swerve. Either Shane aligns himself with his dad the whole time, or there's going to be some sort of big run-in, which will set up WrestleMania for next year, which will be very, very interesting. You have that out. And then you have Brock Lesnar against Dean Ambrose. Brock Lesnar should win, in my opinion, but I think the the most rational thing is to have Dean Ambrose win because it'll be the first time that Lesnar gets pinned in over three years since WrestleMania 29 when he scored off against Triple H. And I believe Dean Ambrose could use that rub and be able to be able to use that and hopefully get pushed into the main event scene or continue to be in the main event scene post WrestleMania 32. And then you have the the card, Charlotte Bailey, Sasha Banks. You know, I was on the, on my live show on Tuesday. They were talking about how I may not steal the show. I think it, I think it has a possibility that it can. You have Sasha Banks, very talented. Becky Lynch, very talented. Charlotte, very talented. And then you have Kalista Ryback. It is what it is. A multi-man ladder match, which I knew that was going to happen. Some sort of ladder match always has to happen at Mania, it seems, right? With this money in the bank, or now the IC. Title match. And then, of course, you have the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, which is pre-show. Usos and Dudley's pre-show. Most likely, we're going to see Chris Jericho against AJ Styles at WrestleMania. This should be a good card. I, you know, I think we'll make that official. That'll be the last matchup for WrestleMania. I'm surprised they haven't already, but I think it'll be, it'll be, I think he'll, I, I believe AJ Styles will force him, and then I believe this Sunday. Which I'm surprised they haven't already. They should have just done it already. It's better when it's already booked in advance because you can hype it up, have contract signings. I don't know why it kind of delaying the inevitable. But we all know what's going to happen. So you have that. So yeah, it's pretty decent. It's, it's a pretty decent card for WrestleMania this year. So I, I hope you enjoyed my my 12 WrestleMania that I hope I, I gave you some stories behind what happens <laughs> in these towns. At WrestleMania, I hope you enjoyed it. You know, this is the first time that I actually went close to an hour straight, you know, talking, talking about, you know, WrestleMania. Okay, oh, uh, New Day League of Nations, which I believe now is not for the belts. And I think that's it. And I think we might have a lot of team battings, Team Bella and Paige, I believe. So it's not a terrible card. It could have been a lot better. But a lot of injuries. Lately, so not much you can do there, but I think it's decent. I, I think, I believe, I agree with JR. I believe we're going to get Rock, Cena, Austin, similar to, to WrestleMania 30, how Hogan, Rock, Austin opened up. I believe they're going to open up WrestleMania, and I believe the first wrestling match, I agree with JR, is going to be the icy match between Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Miz, Ziggler, Ryder, Sinkata, and Stardust. Alright, it's been a pleasure. Hope you enjoyed my stories. Of my 12 WrestleManias from a young lad coming out of Corona, scattered seats all the way till going to WrestleMania with the with my wife last year. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed my moral story. Fine with that. Happy GPS. Don't depend on MapQuest <laughs> for long road trips. And I hope you enjoyed it. <coughs> all right, take care, everybody. Enjoy WrestleMania.